Grab your wine and your girlfriends because you're going to want to listen to this one with Michelle Borquez of Boss Publishing with her new author, Kenny Mock, launching his book on leaving your imprint in the world. Uh, We all want to leave some kind of a legacy, and he talks about people who waited until it was too late. So why not start now building the legacy that you want to leave? And I think that's a perfect marriage with building a life strategy because the legacy is built in to the design of your life strategy. So excited for you to join this conversation with Michelle Borquez and Kenny Mock. You know, today's podcast is probably one of the most meaningful and exciting ones I've done because I've known Michelle Borquez for almost 20 years. Uh, I used to write for a magazine that she published, and now she's publishing books, and she has a whole team um, publishing and creating platforms for authors. And um, Michelle, just real quickly, give um, our friends here just a little bit of a background of your work history. And I love the fact, and we've talked about this before, that you're a God-made woman who has not gone traditional routes, but you've been extremely successful <laughs> in everything that you touch. So give a little bit of a background. Thank you. You're so sweet, Donna. And I say I'm a God-made woman mainly because really everything that I have done has been inspired out of my relationship with the Lord. And yeah. so I just look at that. He's opened doors that I could never open. And I think when you really put your faith in Him, that's what He does for you. Yeah. So. Um, As far as what I'm doing today, you know, everything is stemmed out of the media. I've been in media my whole life and started in radio, went into television, went into books, and... Remember we started that media organization? Yeah, Christian Women in Media. (laughs) I know, I know. And it's it's crazy because I was thinking about, just when you said 20 years, just when we we met, I was doing mops. Yeah. Mothers of preschoolers. Yeah. We had little kids. Right. You know, you just, I think you... You know, whatever season you are in life, mm-hmm. whatever God calls you to, it's really cool because uh, I I just, I wasn't planning on being in leadership as a young person, and God just kept putting me in those situations, and and it just led to the next step. So mops led to something else, and then that led, you know, it led to my radio program called The Mom Connection. Right. And then that led to my magazine called Shine, and then, you know, so you just, you're walking through a journey, and and one thing leads to another and one door opens another so today I'm actually working with boss publishing we have boss marketing we're launching boss summit for women which is all based on leadership and we'll be doing workshops and I'm so excited about it it's just it's our first one is in September and then I'm doing boss masterminds where we meet with like you know 15 to 30 women and we actually help them do strategic planning for their businesses and their life and their books or whatever it is that they want to do. And we platform individuals, so we work with them in their speaking, helping train them, helping train them to speak, helping help them get out there. And so that's that's what I'm doing today. I just I love what I do because you know it's there's nothing more exciting than seeing the fulfillment of somebody else's dream come true. I mean I, I can't even that. tell you it's awesome. That's why we're just. Um, have this magnetic attraction and a friendship because you know the whole premise of 360 life strategies is helping people to to create the strategies they need to live the life that they were made to live i love it I it's love it. there's such a balance i think you'll have to do a workshop at my conference i think i need to i, I just thought of that <laughs> well i i was i'm going to make sure that you thought of that if you hadn't uh, honestly when when we understand what we're made of how can we not live that 
And this is why I'm so excited to have oh, yeah. our guest. Kenny Mock. Kenny. Um, Author I'm, Kenny Mock. <laughs> one of your first uh, publishing clients. And I'm looking at this book and the picture of a thumbprint, leaving your life imprint. That's exactly what I coach women to do. Yeah. And um, I'm so excited just to hear from you, Kenny, about what led you to write this book and what is the, the legacy that you're hoping that some of, some of our friends listening to this might gain from, from your book? Well, thank you for having me, Donna yeah. and uh, Michelle. Uh, it's great to join with both of you today. Um, well, one of the, the biggest, I think, things that helped me was sitting in a, in a doctoral class realizing uh, I was supposed to report on a New York Times bestseller. And um, this, this one uh, gentleman was uh, doing a book called The Last Lecture uh, yes. that I was able to read. I've and that was that. my assigned uh, uh, book to read from, from a New York Times bestseller. And it really changed my life because it made me start thinking about um, he was given a one-year prognosis of life left mm -hmm. in his life, and he either had to decide to either spend time with his wife and his family, his, ch his children, or, or to write, uh, spend time and develop a book and, t and do a video so his kids would remember him by. Mm -hmm. what, a, what a choice. Yeah. Not a really good choice from my perspective, but that's what he... And he tried to do both. It was, it was hard. It became a national bestseller. Wow. Uh, but you know his wife and his family were hurting, and I, so my my call is that we should start our story early. Yeah. Uh, we, even as kids, you know, you know, their drawings, their pictures, their their letters to mom, dad, right, uh, and and letters that we write to our kids. And I can't think of more important uh, topic today as it relates to women, women and and sons. There's something special. In fact, I don't I don't dedicated my book to my own mother, Melanie Monk, no. because she prayed over my life, mm -hmm. my entire life. Wow. She uh, would let me do really funny things, like have an imaginary friend and never put me down for it. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, who, you know a dad would probably go, oh, get over it, but, right. but a mom would, would uh, let me be creative, <laughs> and uh, out of that creativity, I was able to... Uh, to begin to start writing things down on paper and and uh, eventually you know do a song I wrote a, a wrote I wrote uh, my first song with the influence of my mom's music and my Sweet. dad um, she so she influenced me greatly and I'm looking at you two women you've influenced your your daughters you, you've influenced your sons and and daughters and uh, so those those are really uh, important imprints right. that are what just you know kind of leads me to the book of how impactful women are to um, to men's lives. Yeah. And so I know you haven't had too many men on your your show, <laughs> our podcast, but you know I do have a male dog. <laughs> well, okay, all right, there we go. But uh, but men, uh, you know, have such we would never be where we are today with the great women in our life yeah I love that you say that um, both in, in partnership and in lifelong partnerships I know that my husband would would say the same thing uh, 25 years he wouldn't be where he is our kids wouldn't be where they are if we didn't have that partnership um, 
because I coach women largely, I do a lot of research on what's happening with women in their careers, and you're all about boss too, Michelle. You know, there is now research that, that validates that companies with a female representation on their executive leadership team are actually showing higher revenues. And my question is, why do um, more women not get to that level? Mm-hmm. And part of what I'm trying to do is help to equip them so that they have the confidence, the inner guidance, the inner leadership, and the executive presence to be able to show up in the boardroom and be influential. Because uh, we, we need that. We need that everywhere. Sure. I want to ask a, a question um, you may regret me asking. That, um, you're going to hear it in an interview anyway. So um, sure. You said that part of the reason that you wrote this book was because of some unfinished business that, that you saw in people who died um, yes. maybe um, prematurely. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Um, my, uh, the, over the last two years, I've lost fr- uh, family and friends, but uh, my, my family members, uh, a gentleman by the name of Landy Gardner, was an uh, interior decorator on all major magazines. Um, just a, a, a wonderful man. He, he directed our choir, and uh, his last, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I left the doctoral program as yeah. well, is that I wanted to spend uh, some time with him. Yeah. And just getting a chance to be with him, learning more about his life, and yeah. you know, and we were first cousins, uh-huh. but we grew very close yeah. the last year of his life. And um, I think, you know, those are the kind of impressions and imprints that, that I did not realize mm. in his life right. and how significant it was. Uh, my father-in-law was a Vietnam veteran, wow. and he opened up about Vietnam, about the last part of, of, his, t- of his tour there. He actually saved the men of his entire uh, platoon. And he never had opened up to that about any of us until, you know, his impending death. And so, again, I, that's why I pushed the, 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 uh, the thing. When, and this is in regard to women, too. Leave your imprint. Start re- leaving your imprinted story and, and your dreams. Yeah. Start writing them down yeah. so people can know about you and your story. And had I known about them, I would have uh, these kind of stories... I, I think I would have had like family time and let them express it with the rest of the family. Yeah. See, we missed out as a family not knowing their story. Right. And that's what we used to do as people. Yeah. Is moms and dads we would and grandparents we'd hear their story. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that. We don't your do question. that as much. Well, I I totally understand that. And I, yeah. I know that my father was a World War II veteran and he had a hard time telling his story because it was painful. Yeah. And. Um, that leads to a whole different conversation, but I agree that we need to start telling our stories and share them with our kids and encourage our kids to tell their stories. And we do that at the dinner table. Absolutely. I was just going to say one of the things I love about this book and about Kenny's message, because I actually, we did his launch party for the book and there was about 200 people there and my son came. And one of the things my son said is he said, you know, mom, so many people haven't had a good legacy, a good, you know, the imprint hasn't been good from generations before them. And what I loved about what Kenny is saying is that now you can change that imprint. Yeah. You can be the one that changes the imprint good. that moves That's on good. down. 
to the next generation. And it was funny the other day I even texted in a message to Josh because we were talking about things that have happened with his dad and things that have happened in our life. And I said, you know, there's good and bad from both your parents that you're always going to get. I got good and bad from both my parents, right? Yeah. Because, you know, we're, you're, we're human. And you're going to, and you just look at those good nuggets and you take them and then you say, what is the life imprint I'm going to leave? Right. And that's what I told Josh. I'm like, now you get to leave a life imprint and you get to change the things that you don't like. Absolutely. Isn't that that the great, you know, and that's one reason that um, I love coaching because I want to help people change that, that legacy, that imprint. Yeah. I also, I write some fiction and I have to show you (laughs) what I've been working on. Because I want to change the end of the story for my mom, who ended her life prematurely. And um, I've often wondered, if she had had access to the kind of help we have today, Mm. would she have turned out to be a different mother? Would she have lived longer? Yeah. And so I want to change that story for others who find themselves in the same place. And and it's a beautiful thing. When I realized, uh, a friend described to me one Mother's Day, um, when I expressed that I, I would really still like to have a mom. You know, that I kind of adopted your mom, mom, Michelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get enough time with her. I know. But you just need to spend a week I pick her. up moms everywhere. But she said, you know, the, the great thing about your life, Donna, is that you decided to be the mom you always wish you could have. That's right. And on Mother's Day, I actually posted a blog that was a letter to myself, a letter from Mama Donna to DK, the little girl who wishes that she had a mom. Because we can rewrite that story yes. that didn't have a happy ending yeah. right now. Yeah. And right. I want to encourage people to make sure and take responsibility to rewrite that story. Don't wait for, for things to happen for you. To you. Yeah. yeah, one of our ministries at church was a thing called the surrogate uh, grandparent program. Yeah. And I, I, I really enjoyed that part because it was a measure of me seeing single parents that did that did not have a, a mom and dad figure in their life, uh-huh. and it was great because they were the, our our church was adopting these single moms yeah. with kids, and they could be a support, you know. So it wasn't a man uh, that was intervening in the life to be the rescuer, right? Or, but it was somebody who was allowing that single mom to have support, amazing, yeah, encouragement and story, right. You know that they could be part of that story, right? And I so, uh, yeah. You, what you just said is is so powerful. And and, and moms, um, like I said, they're they're a power they're a powerful force. Single yes. moms are. A, I, I just being a a person who was a counselor with with single moms, they taught me more. Yeah. As I said, and I'll give you one one example, yeah. Donna, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Is uh, I called it the reciprocal dollar. I was giving these single parents. Uh, dollars to ride from the bus because they were so short on cash and I never realized how great teaming them together and I, I was giving these out daily and I was like is there a way is there a way to 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 maybe help them uh, realize you know this is is there a better way we can maybe do this and I remember putting a, a dollar up on the board and I said I tell you what and I sent out an email to all of them and I said I'm gonna put this dollar up on my board if you guys don't mind just giving when you get another dollar in and I had you know 200 women on my caseload so I never forgot after putting that dollar up I I remembered it was always a different dollar up there and it was like all I needed to do was to tell this wonderful group of single women and they were the ones to figure it out that they didn't want my dollar they just wanted a way to figure out for that day 
could they get by? Yeah. And somebody was giving that dollar every day, a single parent, wow. for somebody else. Wow. I just think that's just pretty powerful. That's amazing. You know, that story of, you know, we, yeah. as long as we bind together and right. support one another. We're Uh-oh. Well, this is one of the gifts of imperfection, of publishing your own podcast. A call came in and cut off Kenny's story right in the middle of it, but you got the sweet part. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce how you can get a hold of Kenny's book, of course, on Amazon.com. And you can look at his website, KennyMockMauck.com. And if you want to publish a book with Boss Publishing, here's how to reach Michelle. And Michelle, a lot of the people who listen are in their own process, developing their own platforms and writing their own books. So how can they take advantage of your services? Uh, well, my website is michelleborquez.com, um, but they can also reach me through uh, my email, which is bellawomen, W-O-M-E-N, network at gmail.com. I have a boss one, but that's my personal one. And these are your personal friends. I'll let them email <laughs> Really, it's, you know, I usually send them to my boss. BellaWomenNetwork at gmail.com and then michelleborquez.com is my website. Nice. Yeah. Good, good. So the most important question that we ask on this podcast is what is your favorite wine? <laughs> I'll let her go first. Yeah, um, I love uh, Educated Guests. Yeah. I love the name. I love the title, Educated Guest. I think that's really cool. It's an educated guest. Um, but I also love the wine. It's a Cabernet. It's a medium, you know, priced wine, and it's really good. And I'll, I actually am not drinking as much red wine because it seems to kind of, I don't know, it bothers me a little bit. Like, mess with your sleep? It messes with my sleep. I mean, I actually, my sons, this is amazing. Well, I don't want to go into this, but... They, they're my my oldest son is a wine connoisseur. Yeah. Um. So I started really, you know, having a real interest in wine. I love having a glass of wine. So I'll have one. I just got to be careful, right? How much I have, and but I love red wine. It's all about the strategy, right? It's I, all about the strategy. Jesus' first miracle was turning water to wine. I pay special attention to the way he spent his time. And um, yeah, red wine is a priority for me, so I'm developing strategies for being able to consume red wine yeah. and not have it affect Let my sleep. Let me know what it is. Yeah, well, a lot Organic of it is or? drinking the uh, same amount of water as you drink wine. Oh, really? And uh, making sure you're hydrated before you drink the wine. And another one is understanding where you're getting your wine, because certain wine regions use more sulfites in the soil and process differently. Yeah, I find that the French wines work really well with me, so maybe there's some France in my future. I don't know, but... I need to go to France to uh, find out what wines I need to drink. I just went to France last fall and had this uh, wonderful Bordeaux that still... It, it it still lights my heart on fire when I think of sitting along the Seine, drinking my Bordeaux out of a little cup that I purchased from a street vendor because I didn't have a wine glass, <laughs> and I had a baguette and some cheese. Oh, ah, that was a, that was. I a saw those pictures. Oh yeah, you you remember? Amazing. Oh yeah. So that's that's a uh, that's my um, a Bordeaux. My meditation for going back to France <laughs> and having some more of that Bordeaux. I that was it was really good. Same. I'm Follow in your footsteps. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any bright thoughts, Kenny? I I I, I do like the the uh, dessert wines. Yeah. The Riesling and uh, the 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 it, whatever reds that are really sweet. I, I guess you like I, the sweet ones. You like sweet. I, I, I like sweets. So That's sweet. my problem. So. <laughs> I like sweets. So, 
There's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. that's a lot of people so, love the sweet yeah. sweet wine. But yeah. not, some of my male counter, counterparts would probably disagree with me, but I think I think the women got it right, especially on the on the uh, dessert wines. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, dessert wines are important, and yeah. they have their role in life. Uh, yeah. Usually, I've had too much wine to to. <laughs> qualify for having dessert wine too <laughs> it's like i've got to end before i have to comes. spend my calories in one place or yep. another so you can you can pick it up on the dessert wine and keep me up on the best wines there <laughs> okay. um, there are some really good ones but i think it's important to enjoy all of life and i think wine is a part of that but i really enjoy spending time with you guys it was awesome. Um, it was a op- great opportunity. I always it's, love being with you. So excited for your book. So excited for your um, summit. And I can't wait to teach one of your workshops. I'm excited about it. And we, we should probably get you to teach one of the workshops at my um, wine and yoga retreat in November. I would love that. It would be so much fun. We're yeah. going to be drinking a lot of wine Ooh. at that retreat, but not too much because it is about holistic <laughs> wellness too. Yeah. 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 So I would uh, love that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Some of the dates. I'm going to Rome in, in November, so I'm excited oh. about that. Well, we have a lot going on. Yeah. Sounds like you have a lot of fun at your events too. We do have a lot of fun. We do it's have a lot of fun, but we get some really good work done. Because yeah. there's nothing like getting a bunch of women together with a purpose. You can do both. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for spending this time Thank with you. me today. I'm so excited to post this one for our network. And I'll send it to you so you send it to your people, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Great. Be awesome. Thanks. It's so fun to have you on this podcast sharing this information. And I hope you will share it with friends. First of all, go to 360lifestrategies.com, 360lifestrategies.com, and get on my mail list so that you can find out uh, what's coming up in the future with our, um, our guests and our special speakers and our retreats, but also just to stay connected. Uh, you can also stay in touch with us on Instagram at Donna Carlson 360, on Facebook at 360 Life Strategies. And I keep all of my wine collection on Pinterest in my wine palace at 360 Life Strategies. So stay in touch. And most of all, share with a friend or bring a whole group next time and listen in. Talk to you next week. <laughs>